Shalom Aleichem, everyone. Working hard to to make it rain, to make beautiful things accessible and available for everyone in the world. How precious and how important it is to spend your time doing that. thinking about other people, how to make them rich and wealthy and happy and successful. That's your business, to make other people happy. Well, I want to share something with you. I'm looking for the right source for it in the introduction of the Rived to Sefer Yetzirah, Book of Yetzirah, Making Sefer Yetzirah. It's not the book of making, it's not a cookbook. It's Sefer Yetzirah, boom. Introduction of the Rived, boom. It's not a, a recipe book. You see, for an example, just like sharing with you here, this is my hand, right? I'm going to show it. I have three cameras here, so I'm going to one by one. You see, this is my hand, right? So I'm going to explain a little bit more about it if you want. I'll share it with you too, with YouTube, with Facebook, with TikTok with the Zoom platform, with all our WhatsApp groups, with everyone. Okay, so like for an example, when you want to bring down bounty to the world, okay, like bounty. Again, it might work in English or Spanish or Ecuadorian, but uh, I'm talking about holy language of Hebrew, where really... Um, the, you can hold the branch and like shake it and you don't need like to translate it it's like the difference is like you have a rope tied to a branch and you're pulling the branch holding the rope or holding the branch and and shaking so that's that's the difference when you speak hebrew you hold the branch when you speak in a different language so you can shake the tree you can shake the branch but you are accessing to it through something else you are translating hebrew to english and then you shake so it's not the same holding it's not the same shake it's not the same feeling but definitely you can bring down like some nice amount of fruits right like we're not gonna oh no you can set a whole meal what can you do now you are short and the tree is tall but you can still have the opportunity here to feed like masses of, of masses of huge, gigantic amount of publics can be fed by you. So don't downgrade your, oh no, I'm holding the rope, I'm not holding the branch. No, yeah, it's not the same as if you were like fast and tall and you could have jumped on the trees and bring from the highest, tallest branches. Yeah, it could have been nice, but 
It doesn't mean that you cannot feed thousands of people with that rope that you were able to, have, to achieve access to. And like with that rope, you can still shake the branches and bring down fruits. So you can practice this wonderful thing that I'm going to explain to you right now. Also in foreign languages and not necessarily in Hebrew. If you have Hebrew or if you want to work on your Hebrew to have the ability to do so, it will be great as well. Okay, so... When you want to bring down bounty, what does it mean bounty? Okay, let's talk about bounty a little bit. Like, What does it mean bounty? Now I'm giving you an account with $1 billion to that account, like in that account. But you don't have no credit card. You don't have no checks book. You don't have no, like, nothing. You can't access your money. So is that bounty? No. Okay. Why is it not bounty? It's still like $1 billion in your bank account under your name. You can't access it, so it's not bounty. But if you have an ability to take out $1,000 a day, is it bounty? No, also not bounty. But you have access to it, still not bounty. $100,000 a day, a lot of money. Bounty or not bounty? Not bounty. It's wealth you have access to a lot of money, it's not bounty. Bounty is an amount that is too much for you to spend. Like all the billion dollars now access to it and you can just like throw money on people, that's bounty. You can like give out, so how much do you, okay, a house, yeah, a house for you. What do you need? Okay, what do you need? Okay, paying all your bills, no problem. Cover all your credit card, no problem. Yeah, what do you need? Tickets to Israel, tickets. What do you need? That's bounty. With no boundaries, with no limitations. That's the meaning of the word shefa, bounty. When you want to bring down... Also, there is this chocolate coconut. It's also bounty. You know that bounty? You don't know that bounty? It's a famous bounty. Okay, next. So when you want to bring down bounty to the world, so the way to do so can be in several ways. In the holy language, there is a way to pull down bounty, to bring down bounty. What do you do for that? You write down the prayer to break... To like, I'm sorry, I'm going to explain again. When you want to bring down the bounty, you need to create access to the bounty means that you need to have handles you need to have lifelines you need to have ropes you need to have channels for people to have access to that bounty for you to have access to that bounty so it means to break it down if it's all one billion dollar in the bank account no bounty one hundred thousand dollars a day no bounty but if you have all the directions all the windows you have all the opportunities all the entrances to pull out as much as you want as much as you need that's bounty now we have the concept of bounty we want to bring it down how are we going to do it going to bring billion dollar no it's not going to help we need to help that person and that person that family and to build that street and to fix and take care of that community and that neighborhood we need to heal ourselves and our children and our like further circles that like you okay to access the money the bounty the shefa to everyone around you how do you do that in a spiritual way we can create that movement it's 
an aspect of a Kabbalistic act, like an actual Kabbalah, like active Kabbalah, Kabbalah Ma'asit, practical Kabbalah, that you create something with the power of letters. I'm going to explain to you how you do that. And we're going to speak about the differences between the source, Hebrew, and different languages, how to do it in different languages. So, for an example, what that I did here is that I brought down Shefa, bounty, from the name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke. Of course, again, every time that we're going to speak to thousands of people, we're going to mention, we are not allowed to say that name. Yudke Vavke is not a name that we are allowed to say. All those poor people who are daring, I don't know how rude, I don't know where they came to that stupidity, that they are allowing this, themselves to say and pronounce the name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, poor guys, listen to me. Do a favor to your poor souls. Don't do it again, ever, ever, not even once, not even one time to say goodbye. No, don't do it. Never to say the name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, like those witnesses and all those people who are allowing themselves to pronounce the name of Hashem. Don't do that. Don't ever do so. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know how many catastrophes you created yourselves. Like one day, God forbid, you're going to see your hands full of blood. One day, God forbid, you will look at yourselves, at your actions. One day, the Maker will open your eyes and going to show you how much you ruined, how much you destroyed, how much you violated the name of Hashem when you mentioned it in vain. Once you cannot do that. There are no corrections to those things. Those are like horrible things. You don't do so ever, no matter what. Even if we're going to close the book now, put it back in the bookcase, won't learn anything today, just going to stuck on that point. It's worth thousands and thousands of hours of classes to speak and to scream and to beg people, listen, I beg you, do me a favor. If I ever did something good for you, as a favor, personal favor for me, don't ever, no matter what, don't ever, ever, ever mention the name of Hashem in vain. Don't think to yourselves that you're allowed to and that you can and that you're able to because you are violating high codes. You're penetrating into zones and you're throwing waste and, and slime and, and filth and darkness all around and you're causing horrible damage to the world. You don't know what you're doing. You're violating the most holiest places of them all that's supposed to be so super clean. Our mouths are not qualified for those things. We can't. Don't do that ever, 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 ever. Don't mention the name of Hashem in vain. And I'm talking about Yudke Vavke. I cannot even tell you how to, how we, how not to pronounce it. You never, even to teach you how not to do it, I cannot. You should never, ever mention the name of Hashem in vain. That's it. Listen to that. And now we're going to move forward. The name of Hashem is the source of all blessings. Here I wrote on the title, like in the top of the pyramid, I wrote the name of Hashem, wrote it. Never mentioned it, never said it. Just wrote it. It is allowed in purity, in holiness, 
to write it down in a holy place, not just on a note, not in some paper that will go disappear, inside a holy book that is really holy, in some notebook of yours, when it's inside your bookcase or something. Even if you wrote it, you are not allowed. It's a prohibition. It's not allowed to erase it, even if you wrote it. So be careful with that holy name. I did it because I know the halakha, the Jewish law, of how you can write it down, because I know that I will never f erase it. That's why I allowed myself in that book, Sefer Yetzirah, that was written by Avraham Avinu, one like, uh, the, the, like the, the head of all believers. Avraham Avinu wrote that book. In that holy book, I found the justification, I, the, the inner improvement, improvement for myself, approval for myself to write it down. Okay, I did that. Now it's written. What do you do with it? You're breaking it down. How do you break it down? Means you're pulling down the Shefa, the bounty that we spoke about. You're bringing it down. How do you do that? First of all, you might find different ways to do so. You don't have to do it with the name of Hashem. You can write here on the topic any prayer, like I want to be happy or happiness. You can write down the word Simcha and do the same thing that I did here with Yud Kevavke, with the word Simcha means happiness, with the word Ahava means love, with the word Emet, truth, no matter what you want to pull down. Cancel all lies. Like what you can write here, cancel all lies. Like whatever you want to write down, that is your goal. You want to pull bounty, you can write the word bounty. Shefa, Shin, Fe, Ein, Shefa. You can write it down. And then you break it down. What does it mean you break it down? You break it down to to the to the way you write it down. Means if the here the name of Hashem Yud Kevavke is written with four letters Yud Kevavke. Now we're gonna spell the letter Yud. Yud is written with Yud Vav Dalit. Yud. We wrote Yud. And then Hey, we wrote Hey, not the letter Hey, the word Hey. And then the letter Vav. Vav. How do you write Vav? Vav, Aleph, Vav. You have different ways to write it. There is a secret. You can write the word Vav only with Vav, Vav. You can write the letter Vav with Vav, Aleph, Vav. And the Aleph in the middle will be silent, will be Aleph, Shoteket, on silent mode, Aleph. And then again, the letter Hey. Hey as well can be written Hey, Hey. Can be written Hey, Yud. Can be written Hey, Aleph. I chose to write with Aleph because there is a certain power when you write the letters in that way. That's another explanation for a different time. But now we're just going to break it down in the most simple way that we can understand. Yud K Vav K, we write down the words Yud K Vav K. Okay? You write it, wrote it down. And then you break it down to the next level. The letter Yud, the word Yud, we spelled it Yud Vav Dalet. Now we're going to break it down to Yud, that is Yud. We're going to write down Yud Vav Dalet on the letter Yud from the word Yud. And then Vav because of the letter Vav. We're going to write, going to spell Vav, Vav Aleph Vav, Dalet, Dalet, Lamed, Taf. We're going to break it down. And then I broke it down again. The Yud is Yud. But, and then the Vav is Vav. 
and then the dalet is dalet. And then you can break it down again and again and again. And you break it down again and again and again and again. You can do the same thing in English. You can do the same thing in Arabic. You can do the same thing in Indonesian. You can do the same thing in any language. It's not going to be the same. Means the amounts of bounty that you can pull when you're translating, when you are working with translation to the words that you want to pull the bounty in, in Hebrew, the holy language where the maker of the world created the world with the Hebrew letters, with the Hebrew language, with the Hebrew words. Because you're translating, it's as if you put gloves on your hands and then you pull the bounty. Or you're accessing the bounty through a rope or a channel or a bag or a net or something else that you are pulling it with because you're using a translated language. When you do so, you're going to see great changes. And not only that you're going to see great changes, you're also going to feel a spiritual growth. Like if you're going to focus, let's say you're going to choose to write the word of your prayer, I want to be loved. Okay, let's say a person wants to be loved or I want to like buy me a house. Hashem, buy me a house. That's what you want. Buy me a house. Ribono shel olam. Buy me a house. Like whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You, What do you want? I want to get married. I want to have a child. I want to be healthy. Take the cancer away from my friend. Like w- your prayer. Cancel death. Cancel all decrees. Bring peace. But write up on the top of your page, the, your request, and then break it down to letters of the way of to pronounce it. Yud is Yud Vav Dalet. So please, you want to write the letter P first. Okay, so then write the word P under it. And then L, write the letter, the word L. Write it, E-L, write it, write it down for yourself. And then break it, the L, break it down to E, write E. And then L, write L. And then again, you're breaking it down again. The E is E, however you wrote it. Break it down and break it down and break it down and break it down. It's going to take you 15 minutes. It's going to take you, of course, you can break it down to 5,000 years of writing, but again, Choose for yourself the time of your meditation, of your spiritual work. Let's say it's going to take you 20 minutes, 25 minutes. In those 25 minutes of you focusing on bringing down the bounty, you did such huge favor to the world that you can never imagine. And the reward for it in your spiritual level means expanding your inner vessels pulling huge amount of light and spirit into your structure, into your chariot, into your body, will be felt easily by you. means that after 20 minutes of this kind of work, you're going to feel different. You're going to be, oh man, like in a different world. You're going to, whoa, where am I? Like, came out of it, like upper worlds. You're going to sense it. You're going to feel it. And again, it's not a shame to write prayer for yourself. You don't need always to think, okay, I want to pray for divine things, for everyone, for the public of the world. No, not always in all positions. People need to be totally dedicated 
to the public of Israel, to the whole wide world, to gigantic concepts like redemption. No, not always. Not always. Sometimes when you are praying for yourself and you're asking for your own needs, by doing so, you're bringing even more bounty, more shefa, more goodness to the world than if you would pray for the whole public of the world. Why? How come? Because sometimes you're in such pain and really you are hurt. And if you're now going to try to pray for someone else, that prayer won't be honest. It's not really what that hurts. It's not what that really pinch your inside. So when you pray to the maker of the universe, you want to say words of truth. Because the maker is close to everyone who calls him with truth. So if really you got the heart now to pray for other people, it's fantastic. It's amazing. It's great. But if you're not in that place, <coughs> it's better for you to say words of truth, explaining your own pain, talking about your own struggles, begging for Hashem for mercy for yourself to heal the pain that you're suffering from. And that request will bring the greatest bounty because it's a prayer of truth. And Hashem is the God of truth. And His seal is the seal of truth. And He's coming when you speak the truth. So when Hashem just came, it doesn't really matter what you were praying for. You shall be blessed and all your loved ones will be blessed and everyone around you will be blessed. And like that I explained many times, we, even though that physically, it seems as if we are separated one from the other, divided in bodies, different bodies. <coughs> Those are like different vehicles. But when you look from above, you see the traffic. You see the movements of vehicles from one town to the next. It's like to look at things from your own point of view inside your own vehicle holding the wheel turning on and off the air condition and radio is so silly when you look at things from a different angle, from a higher angle, like when you see the traffic and suddenly you're realizing like that you are one of tens of thousands of people that are sitting in their cars right now. It gives you a different perspective on life. If like people who were in airplanes and fly the world saw the like suddenly the roads, they become like nothing. And where am I with that like inner self-centered perspective on my life that I'm like so into? Why can't I find that song that I was looking for? Like who changed the air condition direction? Like what? who played with my chair? Like you're so self-centered that it's fantastic like it's to make a movie on on the level of imagination that you're trapped in like so bombard with your personal life like did you like why didn't you comment on my new shirt like people are going naked people like are barefoot walking naked in the bare boiling desert like what's going on with you that like my new blue jeans like 
Hey, how are you doing, guys? Like, wake up call, please. Earth to people, earth to you. Come on, like, and the maker of the universe, he is the source of life inside all cells, like inside the inner systems of each individual, man, animals, flowers, stones, water, like he is the living spirit within any particle in creation. And he is 100% there with you, inside of you, planning things for you, creating things. Like we said yesterday in this wonderful class that we had, every hour is divided to 1080 parts, means that every second is divided to three parts means that the maker of the universe that is renewing the world in each moment is renewing the whole creation three times in each second. Before you blink and open your eyes, the maker already renewed the world completely. Like he did everything again. And now again, and again, and again, and again. And we don't pay attention. But there is no moment, one-third of a second, that is similar to the next. All the leaves moved. All the particles made movement. Tiny. Smaller than an insect one. But nothing is the same as it was one-third of a second ago. Nothing is the same. No particle, no atom, no... No proton is standing in its place in the same position that it was one moment ago. 0 0.333 endless amount. Yeah, right. Infinity again. Third of a second. It's 0 0.33333 ancestors. And canceling nature. Creating the universe. The maker of the universe. Maker maker, making, in the present time. By the way, that's the meaning of the name of Hashem. Yud Vavke, the name of Hashem, Yud Vavke, has a meaning in Hebrew. It's not a name, like in English. They call him so-and-so ignorant people. They gave him a name. There's a meaning to that name. You don't know the meaning. Oh, yeah. Joe, a crazy people, listen, wake up. Bunch of idiots, wake up. There is a meaning to that name. And the meaning, not a meaning, we gave it a meaning. No, there is a meaning to that word. It's a word. It's a concept. It's a name. It has an essence. And it's all treasured in the Hebrew language. You cannot find it in English. You cannot find it in, in Arabic. You cannot find it in Chinese. Maybe you can find the same concept that words has meaning in that language. I'm not disqualifying languages. 
But I'm telling you that the world was created in Hebrew. Therefore, the secrets of creation will not be found in the same quality and purity as in the holy ancient language of the Hebrews. And the meaning of the name of Hashem is that He was and He is and He will be. And the word of Hashem itself means gonna be. Means in the present, gonna be. Happening now, gonna happen. Means now, in the present time. Not going to be in the future. Means it is what it is happening now. That is the meaning of the word Yudke Vavke. It's the blessed present. It's the existing itself. It's what it's the experience. I think that the closest word to what we say in Hebrew is the experience itself, like chavaya. The word in Hebrew to the word experience is chavaya. So close to the word havaya, that havaya is the same word, the same letters of the name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke. When we want to say the name Yudke Vavke and we know we're not allowed to say it, we use the word havaya, Shem Havaya. We say Shem Havaya. Havaya is the experience. It's the same letters of Yudke Vavke in different order. Instead of Yudke Vavke, it's Hey. Vav Yud K. We just changed the order of letters, and the next reflection is of the word experiencing, experience itself. That is Havaya, and the meaning of Havaya is close to Chavaya. Chavaya is the experience itself. Havaya is higher than experience. I don't know. I don't have the English vocabulary in, in the perfect one to tell you. I'm sure there are like seven words to say it, but me, I'm poor in that aspect. But the word Havaya means the present itself of all times, of all beings, of all creation, in one spot, in one time, in one experience, okay? So you're going to write up your prayers and then going to break it down and it's going to bring bounty to the world. Thank you so much, sweethearts. And may Hashem answer our prayers and bring the bounty into our hearts, into our minds, into our pockets, into our beloved ones, happy hearts forever and evermore. Tomorrow, with help from heaven, we're going to have a great podcast with Ira Michaelson, Rabbi Ira Itzhak Michaelson, and Rod Bryant, our great friend from Texas. And we're going to have a lot of fun talking about controversial topics. And on Wednesday, we're going to talk again about the individual prayer and going to discuss our amazing course for the truth seekers who are willing with all their heart to find a way how to connect and reconnect themselves and their souls to the maker of the universe through the individual prayer. That's going to be on Wednesday. That's going to be on Wednesday. That's going to be on Wednesday. Thank you so much and may Hashem bless you and us in any good possible way. Amen. Thank you so much. Bye. You got that right? <laughs>